The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today Weekly Edition podcast number 210. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we go over the list of first-time eligible nominees in next year's class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Before we get into the news, a little bit of podcasting news for you. The first piece of news is that due to my travel schedule for the next week, there will be no weekly edition podcast next week. Also, this podcast will be switching RSS feeds starting in two weeks. Once it's done, I will post the link to it in the show notes, along with sending out a verbal reminder. Basically, I'm splitting up the podcast between the individual ones and giving them their own streams. This feed will be strictly for the Music History Today daily podcast, which will still be going on even while I'm traveling. If you want every podcast, the daily, weekly, EDM, and a bunch of others that I'll be doing, then subscribe to my CJBT Productions feed, which will have all of them regardless of what they are. I will put that in the show notes as well once that is officially up and running, which it sort of is right now anyway. What I'm doing is I'm rearranging things to take things to that next level and getting sponsors for the podcast. Also, we are upping the number of YouTube videos and doing special segments on there as well, especially on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame segments. We will keep you posted on that as well as we go along. Also, starting this Friday, which is June 4th, we will be doing a special podcast of new original independent label music. It will be on the first Friday of every month from now on. This Friday, June 4th, it's music from 704 Records, which will appear on this RSS feed and not given its own special feed because it's only going to be a once a month type of thing. Now, with all of that said... Let's get on to the actual news of the week. The Billboard Music Awards were handed out last week. The awards are based on Billboard chart performance and not on artistic merit, so take these for what they are. The winners are Top Artist, The Weeknd, Top New Artist, Pop Smoke, Top Male Artist, The Weeknd, Top Female Artist, Taylor Swift, Top Duo Group, BTS, Top Billboard 200 artist, Taylor Swift. Top Hot 100 artist, The Weeknd. Top Streaming Songs artist, Drake. Top Song Sales artist, BTS. Top Radio Songs artist, The Weeknd. Top Social artist, which was fan voted. It's the same guys who have been winning that social media award for the better part of, what, four years now, I guess? Whatever. Uh, That would be BTS. Expect me to say BTS a lot during this particular podcast, especially when we get to the charts. You'll see why. Top R&B artist, The Weeknd. Top R&B male artist, The Weeknd. Top R&B female artist, Doja Cat. 
top rap artist, pop smoke, top rap male artist, pop smoke, top rap female artist, Megan the Stallion. Top country artist, Morgan Whalen. Top country male artist, Morgan Whalen. Top country female artist, Gabby Barrett. Top country duo or group, Florida Georgia Line. Top rock artist, Machine Gun Kelly. Top Latin artist, Bad Bunny. Top Latin male artist, Bad Bunny. Top Latin female artist, Carol G. Top Latin duo or group, Eslabon Amado. Top dance electronic artist, Lady Gaga. Top Christian artist, Elevation Worship. Top gospel artist, Kanye West. Top Billboard 200 album, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Top R&B album, The Weekend After Hours. Top rap album, Pop Smoke. Top country album, Morgan Whalen's Dangerous the Double album. Top rock album, Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. Top Latin album, Bad Bunny with Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G. Top Latin electronic album, Lady Gaga's Chromatica. Top Christian album, Carrie Underwood's My Gift. Top gospel album, Maverick City Music with Maverick City Volume 3 Part 1. The top 100 song of the year is, shockingly not the weekend's blinding lights that song just dominated everything top streaming song the baby and roddy rich's rock star top selling song bts's dynamite top radio song the weekend's blinding lights which is why it was the top overall song even though it didn't win the other categories top collaboration which was fan voted is gabby barrett and charlie puth with i hope Top R&B song, The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Top rap song, The Baby and Roddy Rich's Rock Star. Top country song, Gabby Barrett's I Hope. Top rock song, AJR's Bang. Top Latin song, Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez with Daki T. Top dance electronic song, St. John's Roses, I'm in Beck remix, which completely dominated last year. Into early this year, actually. Top Christian song, Elevation Worship and Brandon Lake with Graves into Gardens. Top gospel song, Kanye West and Travis Scott, Wash Us in the Blood. The BET Award nominations were announced last week. The awards will be handed out June 27th at 8 p.m. on BET. The awards are for Excellence in Music, Movies, Television, and Sports. Musically, since we're not going to go over the rest of them, the nominees are Album of the Year, The Weeknd, The Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Jasmine Sullivan, Nas, and Chloe and Haley. Best Collaboration, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby and Roddy Rich, DJ Khaled and Drake, Jake Harlow featuring The Baby, Tory Lanez and Lil Wayne, Megan Thee Stallion and The Baby, and Pop Smoke with Lil Baby and Da Baby. Figured Da Baby is going to win probably one of these. Top female R&B pop artist, Beyonce, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, Janae Aiko, Summer Walker, and SZA. Top male R&B pop artist, Slack, Anderson Pock, Chris Brown, Givian, Tank, The Weeknd. I predict The Weeknd on that one. Best new artist, Coy LeRae, Flo Millie, Givian, Jack Harlow, Lato, Pooh Shiesty. 
Best Group, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin, Chloe and Halley, Chris Brown and Young Thug. Really, is that a group? Eh, that's kind of cheating a little. Same with Silk Sonic. They're on here as well, but really, it's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock for one song. I mean, come on now. Anyway, Migos and City Girls. Best Female Hip-Hop Artist, Cardi B, Koi LeRae, Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, Lato, and Saweetie. Best Male Hip-Hop Artist, The Baby, Drake, J. Cole, Jack Harlow, Lil Baby, and Pop Smoke, the Dr. Bobby Jones Best Gospel Inspirational Award, B.B. Winans, C.C. Winans, Her, Kirk Franklin, Marvin Sapp, Tamala Mann, the BET Her Award, Alicia Keys and Khalid, Brandy and Chance the Rapper, Bree Steves, Chloe and Haley, Ciara and Esther Dean and SZA, Best International Act, Aya Nakamura from France, Burna Boy from Nigeria, Diamond Platinums from Tanzania, Emesida from Brazil, Heady One from UK, Wizkid from Nigeria, Young T and Bugsy from the UK, and Yusofa from France. And the Viewer's Choice Award is Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, Chris Brown and Young Thug, Baby and Roddy Rich, DJ Khaled and Drake, Drake and Lil Durk, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, and Silk Sonic. Video of the Year is Cardi B's Up, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP, Chloe and Haley's Do It, Chris Brown and Young Thug's Go Crazy, Drake and Lil Durk's Laugh Now Cry Later, and Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. Video Director of the Year is Benny Boom, Bruno Mars and Florent Deschard, Cole Bennett, Colin Tilly, Dave Myers, and Hype Williams. And not to be outdone, the iHeartRadio Awards were given out last week as well. The winners were Song of the Year, Blinding Lights from The Weeknd, Female Artist of the Year, Dua Lipa, Male Artist of the Year, The Weeknd, Duo or Group of the Year, Dan and Shay, Collaboration, The Savage Remix, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, Best New Artist, Doja Cat. Alternative Rock Song of the Year, 21 Pilots, Levels of Concern. Rock Artist of the Year, 21 Pilots, Rock Alternative Artist of the Year. And that should be New Rock Alternative Artist, that's Pow Fu. Rock Song of the Year, Foo Fighters, Shame Shame. Rock Artist of the Year, The Pretty Reckless. Country Song of the Year, Marin Morris's The Bones. Country Artist of the Year, Luke Bryan. Country New Artist of the Year, Gabby Barrett. Dance Song of the Year, St. John's Roses Imanbeck Remix. Dance Artist of the Year, Marshmallow. Hip Hop Song of the Year, Roddy Rich's The Box. Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Roddy Rich. Best New Hip Hop Artist, Roddy Rich. R&B Song of the Year, Go Crazy from Chris Brown and Young Thug. R&B Artist of the Year is Her. Best New R&B Artist, Snow Allegra. Best Latin Pop Reggaeton Song of the Year, 
Tusa from Carol G. and Nicki Minaj. Pop reggaeton artist of the year, Jay Balvin. Beating out Bad Bunny, shockingly. Best new Latin artist is Raul Alejandro. Best regional Mexican song of the year is Seme Olvido from Christian Nodal. Uh, Best regional Mexican artist of the year is Christian Nodal. Producer of the year, Max Martin. Songwriter of the year, Ashley Gorley. Best lyrics, basically it's called the socially voted category. That is Harry Styles' Adore You, best cover song in that same category. Harry Styles' cover of Lizzo's Juice. Best fan army, that was voted on. Yeah, you know, it's BTS. Best music video, BTS, Dynamite. The Social Star Award, Olivia Rodrigo. The favorite music video choreography is from BTS. Uh, Son Sung Diok. They do a lot of choreography in their videos. What can I tell you? They're like in sync. TikTok Bop of the Year, which is a new category because I guess TikTok wasn't all that popular the year before. Anyway, it's Blinding Lights from The weekend. Pop Album of the Year. Taylor Swift's Folklore. Alternative Rock Album of the Year. Tickets to My Downfall from... Machine Gun Kelly. Rock Album of the Year is ACDC's Power Up. Country Album of the Year is Luke Combs' What You See Is What You Get. (sighs) Let's see here. Dance Album of the Year. Diplo presents Thomas Wesley. Chapter One, Snake Oil. Hip Hop Album of the Year. Lil Baby's My Turn. R&B Album of the Year. Janae Aiko. Chilombo. Regional Mexican Album of the Year, Christian Nodal with Ai Ai. And I think there's another Ai in there. Pop Reggaeton Album of the Year, Bad Bunny, Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G. And if it seemed like there were a ton of, well, awards, for lack of a better word at this point, award ceremonies, I should say, Uh, that's because you can blame COVID for that. Most of these awards would have been handed out in March and April during what they consider award season in Hollywood. Speaking of awards, the granddaddy of them all, the Grammy Awards, the Recording Academy announced more changes to its rules. This time they concern Album of the Year and a few other awards. First, for Album of the Year, all credited feature artists, songwriters of new material, producers, recording engineers, mixers, and mastering engineers who worked on that album are now automatically nominated. Also, for an album to be eligible for Grammy consideration, it must contain more than 75% playing time of newly recorded, previously unreleased recordings. At the moment, it's actually at 50%. This change will uh, take place next year. The Grammys, by the way, define newly recorded as being recorded within five years of its release date, i.e. if you have a song from three years ago, you throw it onto this new album, congratulations. It actually works for their consideration. Go figure. For the dance music categories... 
The category formerly known as Best Dance Recording has now been renamed the Best Dance Electronic Recording, which is supposed to open up the criteria to include established dance and electronic recording genres, as well as related emerging genres. For classical music, singles that are not part of an album will now be eligible in five classical categories. Best Orchestral Performance, Best Choral Performance, Best Chamber Music, Small Ensemble Performance, Best Classical Instrumental Solo, and Best Contemporary Classical Composition. For Music for Visual Media Fields, according to Billboard magazine, quote... Film music pros who are entering albums and tracks that are released during the current eligibility period in the music for video or visual media field, but are associated with a visual medium that will be released during the following eligibility period, will now have two options. They may enter the albums or tracks during the current year in categories that are not in the music for visual media field. However, if this option is chosen, they will not be eligible the following year in the music for visual media field. Or they may enter them the following year as long as they are not entered in any category during the current year. Albums will be eligible only in their respective categories. Songs will be eligible for best song written for visual media. They will also be eligible in other song categories as long as they fulfill the track from a previous year is eligible rule. Holy crap, that makes zero sense whatsoever. But that's what they say the new rule is. So basically you have one of two choices is what it really comes down to. When you have something in this category, you can either do it for this year or you can do it for next year depending on when it fell. Also, depending on your competition, I guess. Sort of a strategy type of thing. By the way, for music for visual media field, compilations will now have limits for albums that consist of pre-existing masters, up to two album producers, and up to two Music supervisors can be awarded. No longer this list of 50 people on there. Now, for albums consisting largely of new recordings, up to three producers and up to two music supervisors can be awarded. In extraordinary circumstances, you can appeal it. Um, whatever. It's just getting more confusing as it goes along. One more thing. Academy members or their designated publicists are now restricted to only using for your consideration emails, social media posts, and physical mailings that promote only their own recordings. That's a nice way of saying you can't go and trash somebody else and you can't also trade votes uh, because that would be cheating. So... There's at least one good rule that came out of all of that, whatever I just said, which is extraordinarily confusing. Hopefully the Recording Academy will straighten that out a little bit better. In other news, the Rolling Loud Festival announced that Wiz Khalifa, Moneybag Yo, J. Cole, Future, and Kid Cudi will be among those performing at their December 10th through the 12th festival. The Wu-Tang Clan 
announced that it will be doing a show with the Colorado Symphony Orchestra at Red Rocks Amphitheater on August 13th. And if you needed a better excuse to go to Colorado, there you go. Nas signed a new record deal with Sony. Bassist David Ellefson was officially let go from Megadeth after charges of sexual misconduct. Marilyn Manson has been sued by an ex-girlfriend claiming that he raped and sexually abused her during their relationship. Damiano David, or David, lead singer of the Italian punk rock band Maniskin, tested negative for drug use and cleared of all drug charges after charges that he had snorted cocaine right after the band won the Eurovision singing contest last week. That whole thing just seemed to be more of a sour grapes, our country lost, so we're going to accuse you of being an idiot type of thing, which is just whoever did the accusation to do that was just wrong and pathetic. There were, however, at least a few different passings to pass along this week. For starters, rest in peace to John Davis. John was the real singer, at least one of them, on Millie Vanilli's album, Girl, You Know It's True, not Robin Fab. Quick history lesson for you kids out there. John and a couple of other recording session singers sang the tracks for Millie Vanilli's first album, but the producers thought that they weren't presentable to the MTV generation, i.e. Generation X, i.e. my generation. Uh, That's a really nice way of saying that they were too ugly for music videos. So, at least according to the producers, mind you. So they got Robin Fab to pretend that they were the singers. That included going out on tour and basically lip syncing to a recording, pretending they were the ones who were singing. So, yeah. The whole thing worked, by the way, until it just kind of blew up in their faces. They got a Best New Artist uh, win from the Grammys. And, well, you know the rest of the story. The name Millie Vanilli is now synonymous with being fake in music. However, John's voice wasn't fake, and he was a damn good singer who deserved far better than the world gave him. John Davis passed away from the coronavirus. John Davis, real singer of Millie Vanilli's Girl You Know It's True album, was 66 years old. Rest in peace to Michelle Bauman. Michelle, a.k.a. Soul Fiction and also Jackmate, was a German DJ, producer, and co-founder of the Phil Pot record label whose specialty was Deep House. Michelle passed away from cancer. Michelle Bauman was 52 years old. Rest in peace to Jason Loveland. Jason, whose real name was Andrew Smith, was a DJ who also worked with Infinite Refractions Collective, along with being affiliated with The Bunker New York. Jason was known for intense shows that broadened the boundaries of acid, house, and ambient music. Jason's cause of death, nor his age, were officially announced. And rest in peace to B.J. Thomas. 
B.J. was a prolific country singer who crossed over onto the pop charts in the 1960s and 70s with songs such as Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, which was made famous in the movie Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, starring Paul Newman and Robert Redford, and the song Hooked on a Feeling, which Thomas did the original version and took it to number five on the pop charts. Then the band Blue Suede added the Ooga Chaka, Ooga Ooga, that intro, and took their version of BJ's song to number one. That's also the version that's in the Marvel movie Guardians of the Galaxy for you Marvel fans out there. B.J. Thomas passed away from lung cancer, which is something you don't hear too much about these days. B.J. Thomas was 78 years old. Now that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2021 has been decided, it's time, I think, to look at the list of who will be eligible for the Hall for the first time in the class of 2022. The list of eligible artists include Andrew Bird, Apocalypta, Aqua, Arab Strap, As Yet, Bell and Sebastian, Bill Orcutt, Brendan Benson, Calexico, Cursive, Damian Marley, Death in Vegas, Deerhoof, Destroyer, The Dropkick Murphys, Drew Hill, Duncan Cheek, Eels, Eminem, Erica Badu, Fastball, Fatboy Slim, Fiona Apple, Fountains of Wayne, Foxy Brown, Fun Loving Criminals, Galactic, Get Up Kids, Ghostface Killer, Jillian Welsh, Him, The Hives, Jeremy Ennick, Joan of Arc, Les Save Fav, Lightning Bolt, Lil Kim, Lit, Matchbox 20, Maxwell, Mazinga Phaser, Mike Patton, Mogwai, InSync, Not a Surf, Nickelback, Patty Griffin, Porter Ricks, Primitive Radio Gods, Rainer Maria, The Rasmus, Robbie Williams, Robert Pollard, Savage Garden, Skillet, Slightly Stupid, Slipknot, The Soundtrack of Our Lives, The Spice Girls, Stained, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Travis, and Will Haven. That's actually a halfway decent list of first-time eligible nominees. At first glance, Eminem sticks out as the one on this list who is all but assured of getting in. First, he's extremely successful with two albums that have sold over 10 million copies each. He's had three of his albums go up for an Album of the Year Grammy. Third, the hall looks like they're putting in at least one rapper a year. He's a lock to get inducted next year, not just nominated, but to get in. Uh, 
There's also some talk about Bell and Sebastian, but unless the Hall voters really know their British indie rock bands, they'll be known as a criminal darling, or critical darling, I should say, that's not getting in until maybe later in the decade. NSYNC has been around for 25 years. Feel old, people. Feel old. Same with the Spice Girls, by the way. Feel really old, people. Really, really old. However, until the hall becomes so diverse that they start considering boy bands, uh, no, they're not getting in. Fiona Apple stands out and might get in eventually, but probably not immediately. There will be talk, of course, about putting the Spice Girls in, but I'm not so sure that will happen next year. Then again, anything's possible. The rest of these artists, while being popular, like Slipknot, Travis, the Dropkick Murphys, Stain, Maxwell, Erica, Badu, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, and Nickelback, probably won't be inducted. At least not in the next decade. Sorry, Nickelback fans. All five of us who will at least admit to not disliking them. I don't care what you people say, but You Remind Me is still a great song to this very day, and they actually have some other good songs, so stop hating on them already. Nickelback really isn't as bad as some people want you to believe. Having said that, though, I don't think they're getting into the hall, so, you know. My suspicion, though, is that the hall will continue to right some past wrongs and will use some of their categories to induct some overlooked artists. Kind of like they did this year with LL Cool J, knowing full well that Jay-Z was at least going to get in and be their one hip-hop thing. But LL deserved to get in, so he got in in a different category. If I were to go to Vegas and put some future bet money down on this whole thing, not saying that you should, mind you, this isn't gambling advice and this isn't a gambling show. But personally, I would kind of lock in Eminem as not only being nominated, but also being inducted. However, they don't allow those bets where I'm at, so, you know. If I were to pluck some names off this other list who at least have a chance of getting in next year, maybe one of the ladies, like Erica Badu or Fiona Apple, might get nominated next year. Maybe. It would be good. Starting next time around which will technically be in a couple of weeks, we're going to take a look at a bunch of the first-year eligible artists and break down the case for and against their inductions. So, in two weeks, we're going to start with the one who I said is an automatic lock for getting inducted, Eminem. But I'm also going to make the case why he might not get inducted. And for those of you with short memories... It may surprise you. All right, let's get on with the charts as we always do. Starting off, Billboard, the granddaddy of all the charts. J. Cole will be said a lot. Olivia Rodrigo will be said a lot. BTS will be said a lot. Stay tuned. For instance, J. Cole is the top artist. He also has the top album, The Off Season. Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You is the 
top single, top streaming song as well. In terms of the other things, BTS, of course, is the top social media artist. The top digital sales song is Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne's Seeing Green. Top sales album, top current sales album is J. Cole's The Offseason. Top catalog sales album is Queen's Greatest Hits. St. Vincent's Daddy's Home is the top independent album. The Black Keys' Delta Cream is the top vinyl album. And, of course, the top adult contemporary song, which should just be named The Weekend's Blinding Lights. Adult contemporary song of the week is, well, The Weekend's Blinding Lights because it's owned this for the better part of a year. Literally a year. On the country charts, Morgan Whalen's Dangerous A Double Album continues to dominate the top country album chart. Top country song, top country streaming song, still the same song. Luke Combs is forever after all, but top country digital sales song is Chase Beckham's 23. On the rock charts, the Kid Leroy and Miley Cyrus's Without You is the top rock song. It is also the top alternative song, the top alternative streaming song, and the top alternative digital sales song. Top alternative album, by the way, is the Black Keys with Delta Cream. That also happens to be the top rock album of the week. Top rock streaming song is Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear's My Ex's Best Friend. Ellie King and Miranda Lambert's Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home is the top rock digital sales song. Top hard rock album is Queen's Greatest Hits. Top hard rock song for another week is White Snake's Here I Go Again. Rest in peace, Tawny Katayan. Top hard rock streaming song is Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. And the top hard rock digital sales song is Kit Wakely and Joe Satriani, the legendary guitarist himself, with Forgive Me. Onward, since we already did the alternative charts, dominated again by the Black Keys and the Kid Leroy and Miley Cyrus. Top rap song. J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Moray's My Life, which also happens to be the top rap streaming song. The off-season from J. Cole is the top rap album. The top rap digital sales song is Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne's Seeing Green. On the R&B charts, nothing has changed. Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open is the top R&B song and the top R&B digital sales song. Top R&B streaming song is Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. And The Weekends After Hours is the top R&B album of the week. Globally, there's been a slight change. Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You is the top global song. When you cut out the U.S. numbers, though... The top global song, excluding the U.S., is still Little Nas X with Montero, Call Me By Your Name. On the Latin charts, Caliuchis, Telepatia is the top Latin song and the top Latin digital sales song. Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez, Da Kitty is the top Latin streaming song. Top Latin album is Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. And the top Latin pop album is Selena's Ones. In Canada, 
Top Canadian song is Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You, Top Canadian album, J. Cole's The Offseason. Top Canadian digital sales song, Dua Lipa and the Baby's Levitating, which also happens to be the Top Canadian adult contemporary song. Top Canadian country song is Luke Combs's Forever After All. J.J. Wilde's Mercy is the Top Canadian rock song. In South Korea, the top K-pop song is Brave Girls Rollin'. The top UK song is Tian Wayne, Russ Millions, RD, E3, or E1, 3x3, ZT, 3x3, Bugsy Malone, Buny, and 5 with the Body Remix. Top UK album, Pop, Paul Weller with Fat Pop, Volume 1. Top UK digital sales song is Rag and Bone Man in Pink's Anywhere Away From Here. Coldplay's Higher Power is the top Euro digital sales song. The Weeknd and Ariana Grande's Save Your Tears is the top digital sales song in France. Sharin Davis' Itch Darf Das is the top German song. 187 Strauss and Bond with Sampler 5 is the top German album. In Spain, top digital sales song is Pablo Alboran with Taboo. In Switzerland, top digital sales song is Nathan Evans' Wellerman. In Australia, Delta Goodrin's Bridge Over Troubled Dreams is a top Australian album. And the top Australian digital sales song is Pink with All I Know So Far. As always, the EDM charts are on the EDM podcast which drops on Tuesdays at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, however, it will not drop on Tuesday. And it, along with this podcast, as I said earlier, will be on separate streams. I, of course, will give you all that information along with the actual stream link in the show notes uh, starting next week once everything is set up nice and tidy. Let us continue. On Apple, top album, DMX's Exodus, for obvious reasons. He just passed away. Top single, the new one from BTS. It's Butter. Going to say that a lot real soon. However, I'm also going to say that Spotify's top global streaming song, top American streaming song, and top UK streaming song is Olivia Rodrigo with Good For You. Now then. Back to BTS. YouTube America, the top song and the top music video is BTS with Butter. 21 million views for the song, 16.6 million views for music video. Top artist, though, is Olivia Rodrigo, 41.4 million views. In the UK, things change slightly. Top song is still Tion Wayne, Russ Millions, RD, E1, 3x3, ZT, 3x3, Bugsy Malone, Buny, and 5 with the Body Remix with 3.28 million views. Top artist, though, yeah, you guessed it, Olivia Rodrigo, 6.16 million views. Top music video, BTS, but uh, 2.24 million views. Globally, BTS dominates. Butter is the top song with 310 million views. It is also the top music video with 235 million views. 
And for the first time in months, and I do mean months, like February, the top artist is no longer Alka Ragnick, although she'll probably get it back next week, I would think. Nope, the top artist is the aforementioned BTS, who blew everybody away. 549 million overall views globally. K-pop sells. On the HitsDailyDouble.com top album, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, that's her brand new one. On the song Revenue Chart, J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Moray's My Life made 214300 U.S. dollars. Realize, though, this is actually a British chart. It was a lot more in America. A weekly sales revenue was 2565 U.S. on 2,900 units sold. Streaming revenue, 211735 U.S. with 38,048,000 streams. That works out to six-tenths of a penny per stream. As always, like I say, buy your music. Artists make more money from the buying, not the streaming. By the way, J. Cole actually replaced himself at number one. Last week it was Interlude, and he didn't make as much money. Last week he only made $136,305 compared to this week's $214,300. On the Shazam charts, top U.S. single is Masked Wolf, Astronaut in the Ocean. Top U.K. single is Kate Bush with This Woman's Work. Nice to have Kate back. BBC One Radio's top single is Coldplay's Higher Power. BBC Two Radio's top single is Lola Lennox with Wherever You Go. On the American radio charts, though, iHeartRadio's top 40 single is Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. Top country single, Eric Church with Hell of a View. Top alternative rock single, 21 Pilots with Shy Away. Top R&B single, Silk Sonics, Leave the Door Open. Top adult contemporary single is The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. On the Rolling Stone magazine charts, top song, Good For You from Olivia Rodrigo, 41.3 million streams. Top album, Olivia Rodrigo with Sour. Top streamed artist, Olivia Rodrigo with 206.2 million streams. Top trending song, not Olivia Rodrigo, or BTS for that matter. It's Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi with Miss the Rage. As far as new releases go, last week there were new releases from Bachelor, Backwash, Bent Arcana, Black Midi, Blackberry Smoke, the aforementioned DMX with Exodus, Katie Lang's new one called Makeover, Keeley, Losil, Lou Barlow, and Moby. I invite you to check all of those out. Also, Lana Del Rey is releasing Rock Candy Sweet. That actually comes out June 1st, i.e. tomorrow, if you're listening to it, uh, this podcast today being Memorial Day, May 31st, or today if you're listening to it on Tuesday onward. There you go. This upcoming week, June 4th, you will get new releases from A Triu, Billy Gibbons, Crowded House, Hildegard, James, 
Liz Fair, Raheem Devon, Red Fang, Rise Against, Rostam, Wolf Alice, and Japanese Breakfast. And since I'm not going to have a new podcast the week after, i.e. next week, I'm going to give you who should be coming out with new albums on June 11th. That's a week from this Friday. Because there are some big ones. AFI, for instance, has one. Alessandro Cortini has one. Azure Ray, Danny Elfman, Garbage, Islands, Jim Ward, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, Mammoth WVH, which is actually Wolfgang Van Halen's new band, now that Van Halen is no more because of the death of his father, Eddie Van Halen. Wolfgang has his own new group now, and I can't wait to hear that album. Also, Marina, Maroon 5 has a new one. Migos has a new one. Sleater Kenny has a new one. And the Oak Ridge Boys, that group from the 70s in the country realm that you may or may not remember. So, some big ones upcoming. That is actually going to do it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 210. Like I said, next week we will not have a new episode. The week after we will have a new episode on a different stream. I will, of course, let you know what that link is at that point. Thank you very, very much for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today. We are also on Twitter at music history day, and you can now find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when. All of those links can be found in the show notes below. Thank you very, very much for listening.